I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Wednesday, ready to do some recapping. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to be some capping up in here. Shout out to Medea. Um, we're going to be talking about the show Lovecraft Country. Okay. Um, and in the way that only we can. Don't forget, if you like this content and you want to hear more of it, October 26th, it will only be on Spotify. Okay. After that, it's going to be gone from wherever you're listening it's to. It's going to be gone. You have been forewarned. So hop on Spotify. It's free. Okay. You can still listen to us for free. For free. All you got to do is just get the app and then you can just stream it right from there or you can download episodes, whatever you prefer. All the episodes will be over there already. So you won't be missing out on a thing. If you're premium, everything for the premium side stays the same. So, you know, occasionally I get questions about that. Nothing's changing if you're premium and you're already listening to premium stuff. However you listen to it, just that stays the same. But for people that want to hear regular episodes, that's where you're gonna need to go all mm-hmm. right um we're gonna talk about lovecraft country okay today's lovecraft country recap is of jigabobo episode eight of season one um only two more episodes to go after this mm-hmm. um and we will break it down hot and heavy but before we do that i have to always ask karen what you think about this episode in general oh i loved it i i had a very um i had a very good time um it was i like the fact that they have kind of divided up and and sometimes they focus focus on certain characters and i like that they how they focused on this particular character i had a ball yeah it was interesting because from the title i i mean maybe they did this to disguise it but Mm -hmm. i didn't even think about emmett till but then once the episode started i was like oh bobo yes oh god like they was asking about him like an episode right, or two ago right when he coming back so um but not nah, the i thought the episode was great um it was to me probably it's weird because i feel like every episode is so different mm-hmm. but this was not to me it was just the first time i watched the show in a while and i wasn't like this was even better than the last one like this is the first one i watched where i was like this is really good but i think my hippolyta episode i'm still i think i'm still in love with that one i think that's my favorite episode of the entire season and i and, so I, far, and yeah. I and i've enjoyed them all but i really love that episode but it's just weird because before that it felt like almost every week a new i was like this this one this the new episode this the best episode they ever did then Mm -hmm. next week but this one was good and um what i thought was surprising is that it focused so much on d but we actually still got a lot of other story filled in Mm -hmm. between it um and it's really giving the storyline somewhere to go for the last two episodes i believe so um and i and i feel like all these narrative storylines are starting to come together um and we're starting to get some answers to some questions and stuff yes so all right um let's get into the breakdown now i had to break it down into three different kind of segments we got d and montrose because it's kind of like d and montrose's story right well then we have ruby and christina and letty and tick now they all kind of intermingle into each other's stories a little bit but i kind of broke it down as neatly as i could um i guess we can start with the shortest one which is ruby and christina 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, uh, what, I don't even know what we would call this relationship, okay? I don't know what it okay, is. Okay, this relationship is a little bit of everything. It's, it's swirl, it's all kinds, of, it's queer, it's, <laughs> it's, it's everything. It's interracial. <laughs> yeah, all in one. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. It's all the letters. Okay, um, so Ruby, uh, comes to well actually let me think should i do this that way yeah yeah okay we'll do this way. yeah so ruby is coming to the crib william slash christina's home and she's trying to get in the gate drops her keys some white man from across the street goes full karen and he's like yeah, he does are you the maid <laughs> what you doing over here girl i'm i'm not minding my business okay i feel attacked i feel threatened i'm calling 911 and so uh ruby is like no i'm not the damn maid which in 1950s and 2020 a black woman getting the attitude with some white man on the street is basically calls for that white man to to come over there and not respect her at all right and so uh he gets outraged like like she asked him to wear a mask inside of a Publix. come on he was like fuck that right sir uh your mask isn't covering your nose what this is my freedom from i got i got a card that says it's against my rights uh, make america gay again right this is my this is this is my medical condition uh so william pulls up on the white man and gets out the car and is like uh and and he's like what seems to be the problem and the dude's like you know this woman and he's like yes i do and he's like oh okay well i was worried because on today which is the day that they buried emmett till Mm -hmm. the 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 one of the most infamous days in in american history when mamie till decided to have an open casket funeral for emmett till so the world could see the damage that they did to her son right when they uh brutalized him and so you know obviously uh ruby who has come from that event we'll get to that later mm-hmm. uh is disheveled she's hurt she's you know feeling everything black people feel you know that we feel to this day when we see george floyd's murder um you know video and and and, and all those feelings of rage and, and disappointment and and all this stuff she's feeling all of that and william does notice that she's like like crying and and distraught uh to some level and and like let's go inside you know um and ruby looks at at him and says he looked like a monster and i assume she's talking about emmett till in the casket Mm -hmm. after what they did to his body So they go inside and this is where it gets weird because it's like this weird really sensual scene like hot bath water is running from the golden duck faucet you know yes it's almost like that's her ritual you know because when Mm. she was over there uh william slash christina kind of did that yeah like like that was it's almost like it was going there is her place of escape Mm. and so she gets her back washed in the water and stuff from william and then they they kiss and then ruby pulls away when they kiss a little bit and then we see ruby go to the dresser and she takes some of the wear caring potion so she can uh (laughs) turn into that white woman come on and then william starts undressing in the background as ruby starts to change into the white woman and then we see they have sex and as they have sex and i guess as ruby climaxes she transforms from the 
wear white woman into back in the ruby mm-hmm. um and i look i don't know what section of pornhub that's on but i don't know i've never seen i you know and i dig far into the internet but yeah. I, I don't think i've got that far yet i mean i'm into it so you know i imagine that's what rachel dola's out jacks off to i don't know but i don't know it's like you know let me know the section uh is it in ebony is it in ivory i don't, I don't know, know um and then the other thing uh because people were like how could she turn back so quick i was like maybe she just took a sip not only that she has transformed several times and if people remember william told her it will be quicker each time like like he i think i think she said it'll get easier easier. yeah i don't know about quicker i don't know about quicker but it'd be easier so i think it's just an easier process now like maybe she can turn on her own without yes without assistance like it's it's like breaking out of a shell eventually you'll know how to molt like i'm almost on cue whenever you feel like it yeah i thought the one thing i didn't like about it uh because i you know i know people think it was gross and all that stuff i just thought it was weird that they had the music overlay the sounds of the sex because i thought it would have been interesting to see when she was a white woman if she was like give me that cock give me that oh my god that hard cock uh, (laughs) yeah that cock we never got to see if that's what she would do Mm -hmm. No. you know like nope. that's an important part of the thing you know and then Inquiring when she, minds wanna know. and then when she changed back to black she was like oh that dick oh this is some good dick right here you know but we never got to find out so sorry sorry buddy misha green ain't want us to know all that um but yeah it was pretty gross uh <laughs> just like mm-hmm. just the cleanup of that like that that takes uh period sex to the next level okay yes it does There's not enough towels in the room to fix what was mm-hmm. happening in the post you, def- you definitely gotta lay a lay out a sheet for that one right so then after um they have some uh that freaky sex christina is on the phone talking to somebody and she's orchestrating like oh yeah i'm gonna be there right now i'm about to meet you blah blah, blah and ruby comes in and she has like a super duper attitude like she is mad um and she's mostly mad because it seems like christina don't care that emmett till died she's just going about her day like it's just it's a tuesday or whatever and she's like describe uh ruby explains to christina you know no longer is william uh the levels on this it's just interesting Mm -hmm. um it's so interesting she wasn't really that upset with william the white man Mm -mm. that she's in a kind of quasi relationship Mm -hmm. but then this white woman when she sees her it's like almost a visceral reaction of like Mm -hmm. how how can you just be okay with this you know right you know what it is it's like how people get mad at the 53 percent quote unquote mm -hmm. but white men just get to be pieces of shit and we just accept we don't have high expectations yeah it's kind of like it was almost like that like Mm where's your empathy as a woman yes for this as thing. another marginalized group right and fighting was, for your rights too right right and and it felt like christina was just on some like yeah i don't, I don't be worried about that shit that's y'all shit um, i got i got other plans yeah oh it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. uh and then i would imagine too this discussion that happens we'll get into it but i would imagine that regardless of gender um just race is an albatross in a lot of interracial relationships especially for black people that go through trauma like this racially and have partners that are unsupportive you Mm -hmm. know yeah you feel lonely you don't know what to do you know and and this kind of reflected that uh to go back to what you were saying before but yeah a lot of people deal with that today like like you said for we don't have high expectations of white men we expect them to be racist we expect them not to care we expect them to be callous 
you know but when it comes to white women a lot of times uh people are, are looking at them like y'all out here with some of the largest groups fighting for your rights but you don't care about anybody else up underneath you and a lot of times they don't because of their proximity to white men so um and in this case christina's ability to be a white man literally be one yes um so yeah so uh they get in this conversation where she christina's like i'm like uh ruby's like do you even like do you know that that he got killed and do you care and she was like i feel like you want me to say yes and ruby goes i don't want you to say anything i want you to feel what i feel right now heartbroken scared furious tired so fucking tired of feeling this way over and over and i want you to feel alone and shameful because i'm here feeling this and you uh feeling this and you will never understand i want you to feel guilty for feeling safe next to you and your privilege i should be on the south side with my people mourning a sweet little boy who was taken from us you want to know why i took that potion because today of all days i didn't want to be a black woman fucking a white man and i thought this was interesting because i felt like a lot of what she was saying was how she, just how she felt mm-hmm. it's basically like i want you to feel how i feel right now <laughs> i feel ashamed that i'm here basking in your privilege and protection and my family is going through it my niece is going through it essentially or niece-in-law i don't know how you put that but Mm -hmm. like and i'm over here just like i'm choosing myself over everyone else right now my comfort and i feel guilty about that and then you don't even like you can't even relate you don't even acknowledge it Mm -hmm. and christina just goes no and ruby's like what it's just like no i don't care about emmett till i don't care about roy bryant or jw millam who will never see justice for what they did i don't care that half of the city's on the brink because of it and i don't think that you really do either and for me um that was bars Mm -hmm. because a lot of white people feel that way but they don't want to come out and say that like you could go through the list of names of today and and of the people that have died today and a lot of them feel that way but they won't come out and say that's how they feel um and it's one of those things to where i feel like christina basically was saying kind of calling her out on her shit not trying to be funny because like if you care why are you here like 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 and you know i know people don't want to hear that but that's the truth like you're over here with me if it meant that much to you 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 had the option of staying with your people but you chose to come over here for a reason so don't pin this all on me like it's all it's all me you know and it's one of these things where i like the fact that the character embraced her fucked upness and i like she was like bitch i got a mission i got a mission that i'm on like she's not trying to hide a mission she not she like look I, i'm trying to do shit um this other shit i don't, I don't care nothing about it yeah it's interesting because we know christina seduced william when he was alive we never get to see that relationship Mm -mm. but she admits to it Mm -hmm. and it's obvious to me that a lot of what she's doing with ruby is a seduction type thing where it's like i need you to i need you as an asset and so if sleeping with you is gonna be part of kind of getting you to do the things i want you to do then i'm i'm gonna do that if and i think she hasn't even been like coy about it i don't Mm -hmm. think christina even pretends around this shit one of the things i actually like about christina is that she seems to know who she is and what she wants and she just doesn't 
like she doesn't give a fuck her her goal and her pictures are much bigger than anything going on right now yeah she's not out here uh like a uh, little finger if that makes mm-hmm. like little finger did shit behind the scenes yeah and you know it's one of those things not, i mean not that she doesn't do yeah, things behind does. the scenes but it's one of those things where if push come to shove she she won't hide what she's trying to do she's like look this is what i'm trying to do i just think she tells people what she needs them to know but there's just something about the fact that she doesn't really even pretend to to like she tells people like this is what i'm after mm-hmm. can you help me get it or not and if right. you help me get it i'll try to give you something you want but nothing comes before my goal of getting power nothing. and there's something about that in this show that is different where it's just like oh a person that will admit what they want um it doesn't make her a good person obviously mm-hmm. but there's something refreshing about that character where it's just a lot less like well what does she really want and maybe there's something she does want beyond what she will tell them but th- there is, is something about the fact that she really was like nah and then called ruby on her shit by being like yeah i don't even think that's what you want and when we were having sex you talked about uh you know she was like when i like pain you talked about being it felt like being unmade when you transformed uh but when we were having sex when i was fucking you i saw someone being reborn you took that potion because you wanted to hide from the fact that even on a day today of all days you were a woman who wanted what she wanted which was like like uh and my thing is if ruby felt that that was unfair or not true i feel like ruby should have got her shit left and not come back Mm -hmm. and the fact that it like she was kind of just sitting there stunned like you called me on my shit kind of made me think like you know root that's a lot of that was true for ruby yeah because it was her way of escaping like she could literally opt out of blackness if she wanted to like literally just never if she wanted to disappear she could literally mm-hmm. disappear and nobody would ever know they'd be like damn she just left and nobody ever heard from her again mm-hmm. you know and she could just bask in that whiteness because she's had a taste of it and i've always said whiteness is a hell of a drug and if you never had the drug you don't understand the the allure and the addiction to it mm-hmm. uh and i think that with christina and ruby it's a very interesting thing particularly with christina for the fact that they rarely make women like christina because normally christina roles would have been strictly played by a man you because right. i know they're going back and forth but yeah but but that role would have been played by a man straightforward you know not beating around the bush uh uh, i'm scheming you know i'm scheming everybody know i'm scheming you know type of thing and so i like the fact that they have a woman doing it very cold very callous very calculated you know know what they want ain't ain't really here for your bullshit Mm -hmm. you know almost like mapping out the board almost like i it's like christina almost knows everybody's move before they make it like 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 her mind kind of ticks like that and so i really enjoy that about her Mm mm-hmm yeah she's extremely ambitious and it's very rare that a black woman comes into a space where she is uh going off who are you fitting to try i bet it ain't me oh bitch it ain't me caps 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 who are you and a white woman claps back you you normally don't get that not Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. not like i normally a black woman reads you for filth and it's like well you got me I, i i'm a terrible person and uh it's hard to it's it's like 
talking to somebody that's it, it, what is it october 7th it's like talking to somebody on october 7th that says uh i'm just not gonna vote it, it, you know like at this point they know they're a terrible person so it's nothing you can say that'll change their mind because as far as they're concerned they're like i'm gonna just be terrible i don't actually care mm-hmm. about being a good person and that's kind of what christina did was like yeah not only that but i don't really think you're a good person you you kind of here for the same shit and and it's weird because at that intersection that um ruby exists in where uh and i you know i said this when it happened but ruby's dreams were so small mm-hmm. even when she had access to magic this nigga went and got a job a regular like, ass job right now for black life in the 50s that was the dream come on that was the goal but it's like magic is supposed to give you a, a, a an exp- like in in uh it's supposed to give you this expanding view it's almost like uh the hippolyta episode was so good because it expanded into infinity and we were like she could do anything right and and it's something about that 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 is so alluring to the point where y'all didn't want her to come back and even take care of her her daughter like y'all was like fuck d um so i like i feel like ruby's dream was so small and now christina and her ambition is showing ruby there's a world beyond the shit you're talking about mm-hmm. and i think in my prediction ruby's gonna be really really dangerous like once she kind of completely embraces it and you know quit boo christina because the false christina because she like she's gonna like you bullshitting like mm-hmm. holler at me when you get serious about the shit you want to do so we can do something right and of course um i don't know if it's even possible to know if christina truly has feelings for ruby but the next time we see christina um well in the in this saga mm-hmm. she's at a pier and there's some white men with her and they bring a gin uh, a cotton gin wheel a bar some barbed wire that's what that was a cotton gin wheel mm-hmm. okay uh and some barbed wire and stuff and they're like nobody ever paid us to do this you sure she's like yes and she does a little chant takes her invulnerability spell off of her for a second and then the men beat her to death basically the same way emmett till died beating her they shoot her they do the barbed wire around her neck they throw her in the river with the cotton gin i was like oh my god what is happening here yeah um it was so interesting a choice for the directors and stuff because you're essentially doing the violence that happened to emmett till to a white woman Mm -hmm. and in a weird way i think that may and i i hate to say it this way but i think it made it less triggering for black people because because you didn't really see a lot of like people mad at this episode they triggered me they you know but if they would have done that to if they would have shown how emmett till died i'm not saying people would have not watched or something but there would have been a contingent of people that were like very upset with the show and nothing's worth showing that and all this stuff but somehow doing that same thing to that white woman um which was still brutal it was it, it, it somehow made it like even though it's functional for the story and stuff it made it like visually where you were like it's just enough distance between what they did to emmett to say like they're not truly using black death as a like as a hammer and a, like they're kind of doing it like this like message you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and then the other part that i thought was interesting too was them doing that to her was clearly about her having some level of of 
mm-hmm. what ruby said got to her as much yes, as what she did. said got to ruby mm-hmm. yeah yeah like 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 and it's one of those things where you don't know where the lines are blurred between both of them right so it may be one of those things where they both may be using each other they both may be using each other and have feelings for each other at the same time so it could be a little mixture of everything across the board with Mm -hmm. that and so i understand that and so for me and i don't mean to sound ignorant when i say this but i never really read up on how emmett till died i just know i just know the history that he died Mm -hmm. so for me i was watching it going oh my gosh this is terrible and when roger said it i was like oh this makes more sense now how he you know mm-hmm. i gotta say it it was so brutal yeah you know because i knew it was brutal but it's one of those things because not trying to find it just, just lack of not knowing yeah. and, and and just not reading up on it you know some people knew okay great you knew but i know mm-hmm. i didn't so for me it was like oh my gosh that- and, and honestly it's not even as brutal as what happened to him Ah. like it was actually worse than that it, t- it took a lot longer uh they used all kinds of uh blunt force in- uh, instruments to put trauma to his face a bunch of stuff um and uh they questioned him and tortured him and stuff like this too uh uh for a i want i mean there's no such thing as a quote-unquote good depiction duh mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. and, and if you're listening to this and you know you know your sensibilities so don't um you know don't 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 go watch this if you don't want to but um I want to say, ironically, Tales from the Hood Two, which which is on Netflix and it's not very good. But it's not. I told y'all, man, I, I kind of fuck with a lot of Black History stuff, and Tales from the Hood One is so good to me. Oh my God, Tales from the Hood One is really literally good. one of my favorite movies of all time. I know most of the lines. Okay. Oh, that in Clarence Williams the Third gives yes. a performance. You want the shit? Yes. <laughs> the shit like that this ain't no uh anyway y'all i'm just saying is y'all should uh check that shit out if y'all into it that's one of my favorite fucking movies of all time but the sequel has keith david in it another iconic black actor um but is not as iconic a movie but the uh emmett the depiction of how emmett till died is in that movie and it happens in one of the stories because you know it's like a and it's a bunch of stories in each like each each chapter of the movie is a different story mm-hmm. and one of the stories is this black republican coon politician and he's like trying to he's like really smoothing up to white republicans and trying to help them like erase the like some race laws against racism and stuff and someone either puts a curse on him or something and he has to relive some of the racist moments in u.s history and one of them is him reliving what happened to emmett till and so that's one where you see like oh these are the things they did to that little boy and then you're like oh my god this like how terrible was this so just in case you haven't read on it and you want to see it it is kind of a comedy quote unquote but it's yeah. it's a comedy based on a lot it's a comedy it's horror comedy yeah uh so some of it's funny some of it's just fucked up but it's, it is actually educational um anyway that's a big tangent to say uh christina comes out of the water after being thrown in there because i guess her invincibility spell pops back on she heals herself um and then uh she's lying on the pier and she's sobbing and crying and laughing almost at the same time like she it's like 
like like it's like she's just fucked up you know she's feeling everything at the same time but a lot of it was definitely pain trauma because she's realizing now the emotions she and stuff you go through dying a horrible traumatic death like that and honestly i don't know what you do with that like i don't know if this is christina's awakening to okay i do understand why you feel this way or yeah i think think or if that's her yeah yeah, or you know like i don't know if that's going to change her relationship to ruby if that's going to change her relationship towards tick and letty and all these other people or if that's just like okay i experienced that almost like a robot or a cyborg like and now i know how that feels all right so back to my plan you know because that i believe is the last time we see her in this episode so if that changes anything for her plans would be, that would be interesting yeah you know so um but yeah it'll it'll be and then the other thing i thought was really deep about it not to get too deep um but it just reminded me like how many black people and this happens all the time we talk about it on the show all the time black people want white people to feel something mm-hmm. for our oppression yes in a lot of cases it's something they can't feel agreed and i don't know that black people understand that and there's something that we have in us that even if they could broach enough empathy to to relate we have something in us because of what we've experienced that we would not want that we 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 would actually push back on that and go no 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 no. don't get too close you're getting too familiar you didn't go through this i did you see what i'm saying so which is totally valid these are not critiques of us this is Mm -mm. but this is something i found as we've talked about race for 10 years on the show is that you get to this 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 threshold where white people try to approach and then we shit on them kind of and it becomes part of what they do you know whether it be um uh whether it be tim white or fucking sam wise or whatever you know like all and a lot of it's coming from pain it all of it, it's pain and trauma it, like it's it stains both sides of it even if only one side truly experiences the the brutality of it mm-hmm. the other the to be brutal to someone you have done something to yourself yes you know and so it's interesting because we kind of resent them for even trying but then we know we can't even fix this without them having some level of understanding and what christina when christina did not even care earlier that was my thing that i bring up on this show all the time where i'm like that is worse to me than being overtly like racist like fuck niggers i i hate them that's one type of fucked up yes but what's real fucked up is i see what's happening to you i don't give a f- that don't have nothing to do with me i ain't got nothing to like do like she with literally me. said she didn't even care that the white men wouldn't get justice like they that they wouldn't even go to jail she was like i literally ate pancakes fucked you this morning and was about to go out the house to a meeting i don't care you know what my, i mean my life don't change and that that's what people go and that's the point because your life is not directly impacted by it so you don't care and that still lives to today and that's why you have a a a a section of america that won't wear masks and all that stuff because as far as they're concerned even the coronavirus is something that affects black and brown people you know but at the end of the day a lot of this will impact us all even races it impacts us all in some way in different forms but it still impacts us all yeah to not 
to not even care to know is just such a slap in the face and then when confronted with it to be like yeah and i don't care it's even worse you know yeah and that's why it's very hard uh to get white people in mass to do anything yeah because overall they go why should i care and the only the only things that have caused them to care is repeatedly putting it in front of their face where they can't ignore it civil rights Martin Luther King and them had to go on TV, which was something kind of newly created. Well, they were shamed and embarrassed into it. Right, they weren't right, actually right, but yeah. but but I mean, but I mean, it was repeatedly put in their face. Right. That's that's my point. Mm-hmm. It was put in their face, whether you couldn't turn away, you couldn't ignore it, you had to look at it, and mm-hmm. that's when it that it's a temporary change, you know, because well, ap- uh, after that, everybody will goes go back to normal. That's the thing. Even then, it was mostly because the rest of the world was seeing it like not even just that it was here like they shit white people that that lived in those places where those things happened weren't surprised they Mm-mm. like it wasn't like they turned on tv and said oh they oh they're beating black people it's like no Mm-mm. i if you live in memphis you know how we treat black people it was now europe is judging us now um you know japan is judging us uh, uh the soviet union who we hate they're russia's judging us and we now we have to fix it because we look so fucking bad um which you know which is interesting because in 2020 i would say that white people feel less embarrassed by the world seeing how terrible things can be for black people here mm-hmm. than they did in it seems than they did in the, the 60s and 70s when the secret got out you know yeah and, and 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 i agree and it's one of those things to where um white supremacy has kind of almost reverted it's like we're in charge now so when they're in charge and this shit comes out they just throw that illusion of whiteness back at white people go no 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 it's okay it's all right go back to sleep nothing it's nothing to see here they jedi mind took them back back to it and and when you don't have any shame that's the end result that's why our education system doesn't teach white people about racial problems in america right because it's better to have a large mass of people that just don't know and aren't going to be curious than to have white people that you actively try to make racist like it would be much harder for america to teach white supremacy in your classroom like to walk in and go white people are better than black people the end you would because it's so overt you would get a lot of people that go that's wrong that's not right why are you teaching me that wait a minute what are you trying to do as opposed to just going we're not going to teach you much about what happened in our country slavery was bad then white people decided it wasn't bad then they fought about it and they were good. They were happy slaves. yeah and then and then they and then you know it wasn't slavery wasn't that bad we fought about it it's over everyone's equal let's not look any further into this <laughs> like that that keeps a, a bunch of people just sleep but anyway mm-hmm. uh so should we do d story next or letty and tick i wonder um you know what? i'm gonna do d story next even though it's long because mm-hmm. letty and ticks kind of moves the rest of the stuff along okay so. um so uh i think it's bananarama um they had the song cruel summer and it's playing um because yeah, it was like one of the hottest days of the summer it's hot as hell black people dressed to the nines you know with all them oh i know they was with all them stockings and girdles and slips Mm-hmm. oh i know they're about to pass out in tights and the wool suits and shit oh, you know they're about to pass out so they dressed in their sunday best filling the street it's hot uh people people are 
coming out of a church and they're distraught there's uh some woman was a woman was even vomiting Mm -hmm. they had like a bucket outside because that's how much it was happening right and then the camera pans in on d almost like a fish islands where things are hazy around her but super focused on d who's outside in the heat and a dress and yeah like she was in the days we see and we realize at this point oh my god this is emmett till's funeral yes um and you know emmett was a good friend of hers and then um we see all the stages of black grief and rage and reactions that happen to this day mm-hmm. and one of the things i loved about this scene was because this reading helped me be a little bit more understanding of different types of black people and not hold it against them because none of this shit has gotten us free Mm-mm. period so all the rage in the world we're we're allowed to have that all the sadness in the world we're allowed to have that all the optimism in the world we're allowed to have that all the organizing in the world we're allowed to have that i hate to see black people turn on each other but but it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and we and, and to a certain extent i just have to allow that too even when i find that it's unproductive or bad we're human right and some of us are going to take different paths and we're going to be upset that everyone's not on our path but the truth of the matter is none of the paths have ever worked by themselves period mm-hmm. it's, it takes and a collection of them seeing it play out with emmett till um <clears throat> in a way that it still plays out with brianna taylor where people are mad you have brianna Khan. uh people are mad that you uh you know you're in the streets looting and rioting quote unquote people are mad that you um organize and you want to vote people are mad that you protest and stand on this man's lawn people are mad at every type of response of blackness to this but at the end of the day we never did the wrong thing to start it in the first place right we didn't start it we're just trying to fix it and trying to aid in in getting some justice so you know that's what it reminded me of because they show a black woman pray to the lord to protect us from evil we see a black muslim man ranting angrily about you know we there will be no more as the police look on from across the street Mm -hmm. we see a pastor who says we should organize and fight using the law all these things you know to this day all the different techniques to this day man is it, it literally stays the same cycles you know and d says what's that horrible smell and ruby basically implies that it's emmett till's body mm-hmm. from that heat yeah because the open casket is out it's hot as hell you know all that stuff um and tick asked letty if she wants some water or to sit down for a while and she's like no like what's wrong with you and he's like you sure you don't want to sit nothing and she's like no i I can stand leave me alone and at this point i thought oh she must have told him that she's pregnant but uh we'll find out later she has not told him that she's pregnant okay but he's fretting over her like you know like you would a pregnant woman montrose comes over asked do they want some water tick says she can have his mm-hmm. um and he looked at him like i don't i don't want y'all what a nigga right yeah i couldn't tell at first i thought he was just being shady to his dad like you, you know i want your gay water you know i'm a homophobic <laughs> black man but he his thing was like because that's what i thought initially too but he was saying mm-hmm. like i just give it to letty right um so ruby wonders if they should have brought d and matros uh i mean should have brought d to the funeral and matros says which i thought was one of the best lines of the show he said ain't no getting around this every negro's right of passage in this country child or not which 
to this day message <laughs> to this motherfucking day man oh my god yeah was... we try so hard to protect our children but they're I, we just can't like and i and that's very heartbreaking for a lot of parents because you know they're cute and adorable until they're not cute and adorable to the white people no more and then you're like okay now i have to talk to you because i don't want to have to worry about you getting shot in the this, street i mean this is the real legacy of america this is the real inheritance that black people have in this country mm-hmm. is this inheritance of grief and pain and rage of being like and you don't get long like you know and i i know black parents you know you talk to them all the time and my friends now that i have to choose between my kid being a kid protecting them from the world and then equipping them to go out into this world that is definitely not trying to protect them so right. that it's that balance and 1950 2020 same shit right and it's very very difficult uh because children are different and you have children that are more outspoken and all that stuff but we understand that white people don't understand an outspoken black child that's considered a threat that's Mm -hmm. why particularly black girls get suspended at a higher rate than any other group of people you know because we considered sassy and 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 back talking and all this other kind of bullshit right and you know and it's one of those things to where it 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 has to be a a fine line and a balance because you like you said you want your child to be a child but you don't Mm -hmm. but you also have to get them to understand that in certain situations you have to watch your tone and all this stuff and that has to be very difficult for parents i'm not talking about necessarily like i have to talk to my kid and say this is how you need to act i'm talking about this pain of race in america right like not even like we need to sit deep down and tell her like you a black child but just like you being a black child means you are inherited into this like george floyd dies that's gonna leave a scar on you yes it this is. is this is not like this this type of trauma is specifically to us it's not for everybody you know uh we see rodney king get beat everyone i know remembers the la riots and how it happened and rodney king and can we all just get along white people don't have to carry that necessarily and and they don't carry it internally the way we do and when you're a kid you know when you're a black kid there's that moment of like oh i'm black and that's not good in this country Mm -mm. so uh but yeah i just love that montrose brought that up uh and then the crowd gets really tight around d and she hasn't even said a word yet she has tears streaming down her eyes um like that get out crying mm-hmm. uh we see a picture of Bo- bobo on like the funeral like placard or whatever yeah, the blue the blo- uh his picture was blown up real big yeah and then letty and tick have an argument because letty thinks they should tell d about hippolyta and that she ain't coming back so because enough time has passed apparently yeah we don't know what the time frame is but i i am i agree with her i i you know mm-hmm. as the as the episode goes on i was like yeah i agree you, you hip- should inform her yeah i mean well you don't want her to come back so of course you like tell her that give her I'm, hope. I'm, I'm, um but you know <laughs> but, but but even with that it's one of those things but they don't even believe she's coming back but at least inform her about magic mm-hmm. and so um because you didn't tell her a lot and, and was she in space somewhere mm-hmm mm-hmm so um they end up uh arguing about should they tell d or not um and letty says to tell her tick says not to and i think tick just airs on the side of he's like peter parker in spider-man he thinks not telling somebody protects them 
like if i tell you i'm spider-man and someone fucking finds out who i am they gonna fuck you up so i should just do as much as i can to keep my secret the less people who know the better now obviously that's a comic book trope that never works i mean that's the whole point of it in the comic books Mm -hmm. someone does find out now you gotta rush to tell your friends and shit because they gonna be in danger and they now they're less equipped than they would be if they had known correct and they're less helpful to you than you know so i i mean obviously the wisdom of telling everybody and everyone being on the same page i think is kind of obvious that being said we find out later some of the reason that tick was because i i felt like for most of this episode tick was on my fucking nerves i was oh, like it was the worst this is literally the worst tick ever been like honestly this is like i was like this motherfucker right here the whole episode and then they kind of have some revelations at the end where i'm like i mean i see why you're being the worst i'm not saying it's okay mm-hmm. but now i understand what the fuck is going through your head knowing the character which is the char- you know his character is very much like need to know basis type shit so mm-hmm. but anyway um they look up d's gone she just disappeared she slipped away okay and they all go off looking for her in different places um i think letty goes home my Charles is going to uh george and and hippolyta's old uh, place uh ruby's gonna stay in line and then um tick is gonna go to the five and dime mm-hmm. now it ends up that and we see when when letty turns to tick she's like uh tick and he's like oh yeah i'll go check the five and dime but he was distracted and looking at his watch mm-hmm. he was not paying attention at all right like he just like i said there was an energy about him that felt you know i, I know there's people that just don't like tick that's fine mm-hmm. but it was just there was an energy that was more off this week than normal right because he's normally there you know yeah. but he looked like he just wasn't there like yeah. he was there but he wasn't there right um so uh uh d goes off on her own and she goes to the window of an arcade and looks in there's some black girls getting some ice cream and first i thought it was the same place that ruby got that ice cream when she was a white woman but it wasn't Mm -mm. it was like an arcade Mm -hmm. and so then um these little black girls come outside and they're licking ice cream and they're laughing and um deep picks up some rocks and throws it at them and yells there's nothing to laugh about and the girls run off and i'm like oh my god d invented black twitter that is literally <laughs> yeah it is that's all Them it little is. girls was minding their business wasn't even thinking about her that's all it is okay you, she go i'm hurt i'm gonna hurt you too take they, these rocks they catch a nigga out here having some fun Ooh, they go they're gonna be they're gonna let you know they're gonna okay. come they're gonna hit you upside the head with a rock the rocks are motherfucking coming um but yeah uh but that i thought that was an interesting scene um and obviously she lost her best friend she's traumatized she's coming from the funeral um and literally seeing these other black girls have any joy at all was insulting to her you know and 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 that at that point in time in the community i'm sure it would have felt that way like how can we have joy at this moment and i think especially for d who's lost her father potentially lost her mother and because she's putting some stuff together with her mom where she's like maybe something's wrong with my mom not being here right now right because she had wanted to go with her yeah 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 um so i just think that's a big you know like that was a big moment um 
then she walks off towards an alleyway which is that ever good on any show ever no uh she walks off towards an alleyway in no movie i don't care what it is right you know didn't batman show you something right and then the pole the police pull up the popo pull up on her and it's captain lancaster and one of his henchmen uh one of the ones that be knowing about his magic and shit Mm -hmm. and um they have her comic book that they found with the dead policeman's body yep and they're like um what you know about magic because clearly your comic book was there you d uh you you diana um freeman right and these scared they're super in her personal space mm-hmm. like one of the cops is yelling at her and and the other cop is it's like bad cop bad cop there's no good cop it's just you know they they were just yelling at her super scary it wasn't anything like sexual or perverted or something mm-hmm. like that it was just scary it was intimidating mm-hmm. and uh the captain was like what you know about magic and well, who's your mama what's her name and you know she's like uh you know he uh, no and then the other cop in the background was like the, the cop, captain the captain won't ask you again girl you know shit like that which reminded me that when they found hippolyta in the observatory they called her a girl mm-hmm. like they I, like i like the writing for stuff like that on the show you like keep it consistent. because they call the black men boy and the way they call a little boy boy like Mm -hmm. there's no type of black person they have to respect period no uh so then she says her mom's name is hippolyta and the one cop is like niggers and these african names (laughs) like can you believe it now maybe it's because they pronounce it hippolyta on the show instead of like hippolyta like some people do uh i I like hippolyte i like the way that's pronounced better yeah i mean you know i just know that that's a thing you know some people i saw a couple people be like it bothers me they don't pronounce it you know the white way but um i was like could he just be mad that they pronouncing it different like because it's still spelled the same but uh i think it was just he was ignorant so uh the henchman cop starts making these marks on the ground and chalk by d's feet and they ask d if her mom's been acting strange and what you know about magic and she like it's in books like (laughs) i was thinking that baby don't know nothing about nobody's magic right and so it's interesting because that's the moment where you go would tick telling her have protected her or would it be even worse if she did know and the cops were like oh so you do know something about magic or whatever Uh, oh because i don't know i I don't have an answer she still ended up getting fucked up but Mm -hmm it's like that's the moment that is supposed to like his yeah, because she's his cop, reasoning yeah. is that that's the moment that would save her but it really in the end doesn't so Mm-mm. um she ends up uh saying she doesn't know about the shit and i mean clearly they believe her but now that they've asked her about magic and right they know she's gonna tell somebody right so they start doing a spell Mm-hmm. and speaking them words of adam yep the word the language of adam spitting and then he spits on his hand oh that was so disgusting uh the other henchman cop is holding her down and uh the dude as he's doing the spell d can see maggots growing from the ground turning into flies mm-hmm. and he then takes spit and spits in his hand and rubs it on her forehead and then the maggots the flies like fly up to her face and then the cops throw her down get in the car leave and then she tries to wipe the spit off her face and she looked like a glue 
yeah it was real thick thick mm-hmm. spit um and then she there's in the look background that, we look like oh, what lady used to do that slime mm-hmm. and in the background there's a um poster of a cream of wheat guy mm-hmm. um cream of wheat kind of looking like you know uncle ben or something mm-hmm. and the caricatures obviously that we've seen in advertising that has now come to a head that you know it only took george floyd dying for companies to be like maybe we should take some of these like menstrual inspired black avatars off of our products our white people products you know uncle ben's rice um what's the syrup lady karen um uh, Miss, not Miss aunt jemima oh aunt jemima okay. you know um so they say maybe we should take some of these black mascots yeah, they, off yeah uh, even lando late they had you know they took the mascot off of that too even though they're not black but they just like let's take them all down right so this was 1950 way before you know 19, 2020 when we finally got them off mm-hmm. um and so the kind of minstrelsy advertising that was i mean huge at the time um the that that starts sticking out in this episode and so d takes off running and the sign the eyes of that minstrel on the sign or that black salesman it follows her yes the first time i seen that i was like what is happening i was like them eyes moved yeah karen made me rewind it like what's like what's going on with the cream of wheat guy they like one of scooby-doo uh, uh, clips when scooby and shaggy walking all of a sudden nah, i start following them right um and so then um d d gets to her house and montrose is waiting on her and they basically get into a fight mm-hmm. and he's basically like where the hell you been she's like she didn't want him none of you, had you to ain't say. my daddy come on my daddy dead and then she was like you know my mom is where's my mom she's not coming back is she because she would have heard about bobo dying it's the biggest news in the world and she would have come home right everybody is talking about it so if she would have been out here knowing you know in um the black area because you know her mom is going to be safe she's like oh yeah this would have been all across the country they put it on television she would have been here for this like she my mama wouldn't have missed this and they like i said they hadn't told us the time frame of of this so it's one of those things where we don't actually know how long she's been gone so she well left. enough time for him to be killed and and for the funeral right so uh, you know a pretty significant amount of time at least a few couple weeks and her mom hasn't come back they haven't told her where her mom is just that she's on a road trip and then in addition to that um bobo was her friend her right. her mom would have come home because her best friend died it's just yes there's no i mean unless she's just out in space having fun like karen and sid want yeah well unless she she's going she could be dead for all i know y'all just not telling me what's up right she probably thinks she's dead now right. we know that her mom's just having a time of her life mm-hmm. like fuck I live my best life yeah fuck these kids okay <laughs> i'm out here living my black woman freedom come on i don't give a damn about my daughter getting on my nerves anyway <laughs> writing up stupid ass comic books like she <laughs> smoking cigarettes with josephine baker having getting a good high. Old time. She, yeah she ain't worried about that doing cocaine just you know doing what she want to do um so then uh she yells at montrose stop fucking lying to me and i was like oh d you know montrose whoop kids now i don't i don't know if you heard i don't know nobody told you yet but uh 
Maltraz ain't afraid to put his hands on the child. Yeah, but the way she was at that period of time, I think she'd try to fight him because she was hot. I don't know. I just don't know that you would win. No, okay. I'm not. I'm not saying I say she would win. Yeah. But you know, at that period of time, she'd be like, you know, I know you're gonna whip my ass, but I'm put a fight. Yeah, the kid in me was like uh ma'am you're gonna have to go to your room yeah it's th- th- time out time she goes to the bathroom and slams the door behind her to wash the spit off her head but it like it's just oh. you could tell that it's just so disgusting and no amount of water would be able to she make you feel clean it. no amount of soap Ugh. uh and she puts a hat on her head instead and then matras talks to her outside the door trying to like find some level of like connection to her and yeah because he was trying because he was mad because they were looking for her but he was relieved at the same time but like you say he was trying to talk to her to try to get her to understand because he was like nobody's really talking to her about the situation so i'm gonna kind of step in because i know she can't go nowhere she she can she got at least uh, stay here and hear me yeah um and so uh and i thought it was, was a lot that he didn't just like bust in the door and start yelling at her and yeah, shit. i think he had some com- some form of compassion yeah and he talks about how his best friend was killed by white people when he was a kid mm-hmm. and that white people just keep coming and she turns on the radio and she puts on her outs- outside shoes or converse or whatever mm-hmm. and then um the camera pans down to a copy of uncle tom's cabin with topsy on the cover and a white girl who's probably eva on the cover now uh i had to look all this up because last time i I read fucking uncle tom's cabin i was probably in like sixth grade oh i've I've Um, never read the book okay so uh uncle tom's cabin is by harriet beecher stowe it's a she was an abolitionist okay a lot of people give it credit for being uh the one of the main reasons that we even had a civil war i don't really know if that's true like that that's you know like that could be just people wanting to believe that books were so powerful it changed everybody but 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 it is a big part of because because the, the thing is about the north it wasn't necessarily about abolition for them so that you know take it with a grain of salt okay but it was she was an abolitionist and she wrote this book and it's about this slave uncle tom uh who um get sold because his original owner's farm they're losing money they're gonna have to sell some slaves to make ends meet they're gonna sell uh uncle tom and then they're gonna sell this black woman's child that's a slave and even though they had promised to never break up that woman's family they was gonna sell the child so that woman escapes um to the to the north um and the uh uncle tom gets sold he's supposed to be sold to like this uh farm like where you work like a working farm but he like saves a white kid's life on a boat to the farm you know what i'm saying to to go to be sold and because he saves that white kid the white kid's father buys uncle tom and he's a lot kinder than it would have been for him to go to the working farm right Mm -hmm. um in the meantime the the slave who escaped the the woman who didn't want her family broken up she goes to make it to the north they send like a slave hunter after her they shoot him um but fear they fear for his life they don't want to kill him probably because they come find their ass for sure for real they kill somebody right so they take him to like 
uh I, I don't, not the mormons but like somebody some like the, the the some somebody to take care of them i forget what they call like them people that don't believe in technology or something like quakers or something okay and uh they nurse that man back to health and that man becomes like a abolitionist and he starts helping slaves get to canada so they can be free okay mm. that's that's that part of the story yep then uh with uncle tom he takes his um i cannot believe i'm recalling this off the top of my head uh uh, oh tom, so tom is he's friended this girl um and he's taken uh he's bought by the, the the girl's father and they go to his farm or whatever the fuck that dude owns slaves and he has a cousin from the north who thinks slavery is wrong but she's still racist right so he kind of makes like not a bet but like he wants to prove a point to her that look we have to have black people slaves they inferior to us duh and she's like we don't have to have them as slaves and he's like well i will basically uh you pick a girl we'll i'll let you raise her basically like you civilize this girl that girl is topsy topsy is the black girl on the cover eva i believe is the girl um from the north or the or the little girl that tom saved or something like that okay. that that's like helping to civilize her or some shit and so the original picture you see is like them being on the cover and what's funny is that harriet beecher stowe thought that she was examining and explaining the plight of black pe- pe- enslaved people to this mass of white people and her appeal was to use religion christianity um to say to white people listen uh god wouldn't want us doing this this is a bad thing and so she thought what would happen was that through showing that black people were good christians tom was a devout christian he dies in the book Mm. forgiving the overseers who kill him okay um uh and tom really what we know as an uncle tom that's not really what this book is about but okay but anyway so she so tom dies in the book being a good christian all the black people are good christians all the white people that have uh epiphanies about slavery it's all because of christianity and they realize just not what jesus would want okay Mm -hmm. so um in this book she put topsy in there to show that like she came from a brutalized background her parents were like slaves that were made to breed and shit they own like a restaurant but they treated her badly they beat her and they yelled at her and so they figured if we took her out of this environment she would be better but then she also wrote stuff in the book where topsy like stole stuff and she lied and so um what happens is that instead of this character becoming the sympathetic like oh slavery is so bad it's making the children suffer what happens white people took it and said oh topsy is so entertaining she just she lies she she steals she doesn't talk good she's got this hair stereotypes yeah right and so what happens is that topsy becomes like a major mascot in america of like um yeah of like for fun like um like minstrel minstrel show when they start minstrel shows they topsy is actually in a lot of them um and they even had uncle tom minstrel shows now that's where uncle tom comes from the ah. min- the minstrel the legacy of the minstrel show okay. of, which uh, i don't know how long after 1850 whenever the book was put out like this shit was the minstrel shows came about but 
that's where you get all these depictions of people saying this person's uncle tom because by then they had broken down what the book was into like you know uh just talking you know talking slavery and blackface and dancing jigs and shit Mm -hmm. and so now you have minstrels that literally came from anti-slavery it came from abolitionist text give it a give it 50 years in america now it's the new like minstrel show like if that ain't america right so that's topsy okay um so topsy uh when you first look you see like this black girl with the like with like the 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 braided like unkempt hair yes and so when d looks back at the book topsy now has a ghoulish face her lips and eyes are kind of like red or yellow and then eve eva has been pushed into the mirror and it's cracked behind her and topsy's hands are almost like claws so Mm. when d sees that she knows she is tripping balls come on okay i was like that book don't look right right like she was fucked up um and then the book falls off the shelf and uh meanwhile on the other side uh uncle Uncle montrose is still like you hear me d yeah they come for you you damn sure make them work for it yeah like he's like hey you you hear me girl because he went from beating on the door hollering at her till and you know i understand Mm mm-hmm and so he uh and when he says you when they come for you you damn sure make them work for it i feel like it works two ways like when them creatures the menstrual things come for you you make them work for it or whatever or something some foreboding presence is making itself aware make to d and so d takes off out the window yes she does montrose opens the door finds the book on the ground lifts up the cover it's back to normal yes it is so whatever d's seeing only d can see it nobody else sees it which is scary as fuck for a kid yes like that's just one nightmare the worst nightmares for a black kid because nobody believes black kids anyway right uh so then d goes to take the train uh to the south side i think to go see letty and in the reflection of the glass on the train you can see it's only reflecting her all the people on the platform with her are gone there's nobody yeah because it goes by and she's like okay something not right right what is happening here and then she looks at the stairs and you can see a pair of top like girls dressed as topsy except the the topsy when she looked at the cover with the claws and the teeth and the red lips and shit like that and they're dancing kind of like uh i guess you could say dancing a jig coming up the stairs but it's menacing and scary the music changes no one else seems to even be reacting to him but d it was the creepiest shit yeah i mean it was basically like they like the nigglets and uh and uh <laughs> tell from the hood like well it's like oh my god these minstrels are fucking jerking around scary looking at me like like the like the two twins that hold each other at the end of the hallway in that movie yes and then uh she bumps into a white man trying to like distance herself from them and he doesn't even see it she's like do you see that and he's like first he's like get on me little nigger uh what's right seems to be the problem and she's like you don't see him and he was like see what and uh she and then an announcement on the intercom comes through it's like all southbound trains have been delayed due to a power outage 
and so now everyone's like oh man we got to line up to get off the platform and since the line forms is so tight and d's not near the beginning of the line she's trying to push through the line as these little girls are just fucking dancing around and and zooming like appearing and disappearing behind people mm-hmm. and they keep their eyes on her and they got these fucking like yellow teeth and their fucking claws are growing oh. it was just they were it was just it, it was like the this the, the most intense low speed chase ever of all times because you really just standing in a line but she was like excuse me i gotta get through um and so she barely makes it out and we do see their fingernails are growing in the claws as they reach out for her mm-hmm. uh later d uh is now going to letty's house and uh some white girls are playing and i think she took the bus some white girls are playing jump rope and the song they're singing is about topsy oh yeah i noticed it when i rewatched it it was topsy with the yellow eyes tries to claw the one she spies follows them from tree to brook over under every nook topsy has the wildest do she just wants to dance with you jig 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 yeah um yeah i didn't even pick that the first time <laughs> i was like what oh are my them, goodness i'm like what are them white girls doing playing that game and uh it's and then just just the fact that it was that white neighborhood too right um so then d tries to talk to letty letty was also michael jordan fuck them kids she was on a mission she was not paying attention and i was like she actually needs you but like you say because people don't pay kids attention she didn't even take the time to realize that d was in pure distress Mm -hmm. like if if she would have took a second to actually tune in because she was the one that was pushing we need to tell her or listen to them motherfucking them white girls, girls singing across the, the street singing the goddamn freddy krueger lullaby over there and shit <laughs> that shit was too accurate but um but like i think one of the things that's interesting is that this gets to the paranoia now i know kids probably aren't watching this show hopefully not right mm-hmm. but this gets to the paranoia paranoia that i think all kids feel or at least uh, definitely black kids for sure but this idea of like going through traumatic shit no one is looking out for you Mm-mm. period you know she's got lost her mom she's lost her dad like because honestly letty could have stopped and told her about hippolyte if she wanted mm-hmm. you know nobody make letty do anything she don't want to do agreed so it's, it was just stuff where i'm like man no one is listening to d Mm-mm. you know you walk in the house montrose is yelling at you and keep right. in mind all these people know magic exists yes and could have been a resource for her yeah and she could have been like well it looks like nobody sees this for me but there's something wrong can you please help me right. you know all the shit they seen they would have believed her you know um and i just thought it was a commentary on colorism because uh letty was like i'm light-skinned and i i have text messages to ignore and just walked off <laughs> i was like wow this show gets it okay right uh but nah, she tries to tell letty because she she's like you know hold up i want uh, i gotta tell you something and when she tries to tell her that's when we find out actually she can't tell nobody because she starts choking when she said when she tries to tell letty that okay that explains why she started choking right right but up until this point i was like you know would y'all even listen to her if she could talk but this is our first time trying to you know communicate she was in trouble and as soon as she started she started choking i was like oh fuck that spell i thought she was choking because the prox their proximity had got closer no because right right, right. I, I realized yeah, later oh, on yeah, that, yeah. that wasn't the fact but right. but that but that's yeah, i understand that's why i thought she was choking i was like oh shit they in close proximity 
and what's even crazier is this is when we realize nobody else can see it for sure because the fucking little girl is right in letty's face and lady just turns around like girl get some water in the house and just yeah walks it turned off. around and we're like doo, 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 doo. right and so then um d goes to the house she sees in the front yard woody is parked there which means they have the car that her mama drove off in so they know something mm, you know it and that's not not, not to sound crazy initially when i seen that car i thought she is really tripping where the fuck did this car come from and it's pristine like that's what i thought before because you've been seeing shit so i thought what did she walk in the backyard turn to a goddamn cornfield what the hell is happening here nah i assume tick would have drove the car home from the observatory when he couldn't find uh hippolyta but, yeah that makes sense so um they uh um what was i gonna say so uh, anyway so she sees the car and one we get a jump scare one of the one of the uh, little minstrel girls pops up on the other side of the window and uh uh d grabs a bicycle and takes the fuck off mm-hmm. she just jets okay um and then d goes to a, the police station and stakes out the police looking for captain lannister she sees him but as she's like in, in another dark alley she on her bike right you see the uh the you see diamond and silk dancing behind her come on uh <laughs> trying to trying to creep up on her and shit like pressing curl like ooh, i like to do your hair right just all the, like all the way down the thing just dancing and shit just Offshoring it all behind her and shit. That I really want somebody to take that song and put it underneath the video of them coming up that motherfucking uh, alley though. We need that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so they was just uh jigging up there and then D pulls off on the bike after the police car right before they were about to touch her with their claws. So mm-hmm. and this time she wasn't even aware of them. Mm-mm so um d wants to talk to and it was giving me very freddy krueger vibes yes like how freddy krueger comes to you like you everyone has to sleep at some point everybody and when you fall asleep this nigga is gonna be waiting on you you. and for d it's like whether she sees them or not these motherfuckers are always coming she can get a little bit ahead of them but they never stop um so then um d goes to she follows the cops back to that lodge and she busts in the motherfucking lodge in the captain's office and she is pissed mm-hmm. okay they were just reading the paper about how letty is a pioneer in a white neighborhood and they like you know now she's a fucking celebrity because she's a the first black woman in this white neighborhood so we can't just barge in there and it's like well we don't know how much magic that the blacks that live there know so you know we can't just come at them straight and they're trying to come up with a plan to get in the house because they want that orrery um from harem or whatever um probably amongst a bunch of other shit too right so then d barges in and as like is my mama dead <laughs> like straight up and, and i got questions mr officer yeah and captain lancaster was like probably like he didn't give a fuck he was like i don't probably shit 
uh he finds out and she finds out that apparently the spit spell is to keep her from talking mm-hmm. which it literally did it choked her when she tried to tell anybody about it and she asks what happens if it, it if those things get her and he offers to remove the curse if she will give them the orrery and he goes you know what the orrery is and she's like yeah i know what the orrery is and my mom's name is hippolyta greek is greek asshole to the other cop mm-hmm. i was like damn she going off yeah and it's one of those things like oh she got that from her mama because a lot of people fail to realize when hippolyta was left out she got mad she got angry and she went to go find out shit and that right there was her mama like well, y'all left me out i know y'all lied to me I, I somebody here has got to tell me something i i think so too especially when she found out um when george died i think she mm-hmm. saw her mom react differently mm-hmm but the other thing i was gonna say is d was like that but like d seems to be that generational difference in black people yes where you know our parents a little bit more like nah you kind of you you make a life out of what you can do and you try to stay safe and make smart decisions and while they're doing that they don't realize you're actually setting the ground for your kid to be to feel those things and to go i want to take a few more risks than you did mm-hmm. and each generation hopefully is able to pass that to the next yes and d takes more risks than her mom did mm-hmm. like even without all this magic shit whatever d wanted to be was probably going to be closer to her mom's dreams for herself than what her mom ended up being yeah because it's also one of the things that's why you know when uh hippolyta was telling d about the stars she yelled it out in the room uh, you know it's one of those things where she like no 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 i'm not gonna be quiet you know because she would ask her mama like why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that almost kind of not disrespectful but just challenging her as far as you know you got all these dreams and almost mama i still believe in what you, in what you can do and i think that like says generational thing where she's like oh no 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 i'm not gonna be quiet right uh so the this is when lancaster basically says i will take the spell off of you for the ori um and then she says um uh fuck you pig and spits uh on his tie Mm -hmm. spits on him and then says it fucking stinks in here and walks out and then the henchman goes to get d like like probably do something to her and that's when the captain's like the hell with the girl she's already dead it's time to get what belongs to me and i was like damn whatever this spell is he he definitely ain't gonna lift it and it sounds like it's a spell that kills you and he ain't gonna save her he don't give a fuck like that was the whole point he doomed her to death yeah and not only he part of mine out of took it off anyway because he don't care yeah exactly. um and it's also one of those things too where she was probably smelling that body in that closet yeah oh that dude yeah that's what she smells that stinks in there yeah and so then uh she goes outside and motherfucking um candace owens is out there again (laughs) uh and and they them little girls is waiting on her and uh she gets on her bike and she uh rides past them we have like a little scare where one of them swipes at her Mm -hmm. but she uh she gets past them and they also played a speech from naomi weidler who is the black girl who spoke for the march at the march of our for our lives rally Mm -hmm. she's the one that that did the speech where she specifically talked about little black girls and gun violence and how it's different than this school gun violence that 
that that that we that makes the news when like parkland happens right or something like that she's like we're getting killed by guns all the time in our neighborhoods in our homes in our schools and we need to do something about it not just when it happens to white kids so i just thought that was a interesting thing to choose to uh play right there um and so d comes into her daddy's business goes to the garage uh earl's garage and she locks all the doors except this one that won't lock Ah, um, oh, i thought she left it purposely unlocked oh you know maybe she did mm-hmm. yeah so I, she left one of them unlocked right, so that she, they would have one way to get in right and then she gets a pipe um and she draws um some paper because you know she's an artist mm-hmm. so she draws um a depiction of the little girls who are after her mm-hmm. and then the little girls come in and she uh she pulls out the pipe and, and she lays the pipe she put she laid the pipe to them them badass chaps she was beating the hell out them little girls mm-hmm. um she was giving them the motherfucking business yeah she beat them with a pole and shit mm-hmm. and when Montross comes in he just sees her swinging in the air right, at cause, nothing because he can't see them right and so he grabs her trying to like be like what's wrong yeah and i thought that's the worst thing he could do right now right and when he grabs her we see her arms start turning like black as if her veins have been poisoned Mm -hmm. and from the her perspective we see the little girls uh have uh poisoned her uh, their claws have dug into her arms Mm -hmm. and poison that's where the poison is coming from yes i was like oh that's the worst thing he could have did but yeah, he, didn't know. he didn't know you know none of, he couldn't have known really and she couldn't tell anybody um but I'm, I'm assuming we'll uh we'll figure it out yeah and i can't even imagine because this is not the first time they use a spell so mm-hmm. i can't even imagine them doing this and having black people put in the loony bin quote unquote or the quote unquote crazy house you know being locked up you know because that's what they used to call it mm-hmm. because they're you know they're acting erratic and don't nobody know what's happening and it you know they're they're doing all these weird and 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 and, and um, not normal things so i can't even imagine the people that have been like locked up because because of that yeah um all the i mean but demons aren't real so they you know what i mean like it would have been a little bit different you know what i'm saying real life but no 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 i'm talking no i'm talking about like like in this world like oh. like it like in this world the captain and them may have done this before and i could see oh. other people well see that's the thing it seemed like it's a death thing like you die yeah. so i don't even think it's like oh this person's crazy let's go put them in a silent sound like the second that the thing gets you you start getting it starts killing you so there ain't gonna be no time for yeah. time to put you in asylum in a week you're gonna be dead uh, that's true but i but i could see like um them following somebody for a while and they eventually just put him away and then mm-hmm. they end up getting in there and kill them anyway don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but i could see it going to that extent Cause, oh for cause sure because it definitely make crazy. you look crazy yeah right yeah and you can't tell nobody Mm-mm yeah so they yeah you're right who else could they have done that to like maybe we'll find other stories of the, what Lancasters have done to people mm-hmm. uh or what captain Lancaster has done yeah other adults and all of a sudden you're going what the hell is wrong with them yeah and i think it was really poignant they did it to a kid because just nobody fucking believes kids anyway Mm-mm. um letty and tick um let's do their story last uh back at letty's house letty is looking for d and d's not there but guess who is there y'all gia 
she yeah. done made the trip yep i was right i was right you was right yes it is one of them things when he walked up and he seen them shoes you might as well heard an anime flute well we haven't got there yet oh sorry but uh she she she's in the house uh in the lobby of the house i actually saw her in the corner when i rewatched it mm. before letty saw her and then letty goes um are you looking for a room or something she was like i'm looking for atticus and it was a stare off <laughs> okay <laughs> she's like i'm looking for your man and i think you know what's up. okay now this back to that just one. shaking the table <laughs> um and so um <laughs> you know it was getting kind of it was getting kind of heated up in there okay it was uh we've been waiting for this to happen um the whole time so uh we finally getting that confrontation coming up next the confrontation um so meanwhile while this is happening tech meets christina in a graveyard inside a mausoleum containing the body of her mother clarissa braithwaite um and he asked her to teach him how to cast a spell to protect himself and she like why are you reaching out now i gave you my card weeks ago and he's like it's my birthright but he says it's so without authority like it's it's my birthright and she's like she laughed at him and was like you don't have enough whiteness in you to sell that entitlement <laughs> like you not like you ain't even had no you, bass in your voice you ain't confident enough she was like not unless something has changed you you're desperate now to do what to protect yourself you managed to get titus's pages congratulations i wasn't sure you could pull it off people died trying i hear hear him lost an arm which we uh we saw but that also means that Hiram made it out of there that doctor with the one arm mm-hmm. so he didn't die down there like i thought maybe he had died down there mm-hmm. but i guess he went back to do more evil experiments on black people apparently he did he didn't have the right blood so the mm-hmm. thing chopped his arm off mm-hmm. right uh and so then he says well horatio stolen pages are still out there and i give you the orrery but what i think you really want is this and it was the key to the portal machine mm-hmm. which he snatched up right before he left mm-hmm. um last week and so she says look uh the reason that the spell is gonna work is because the incantation the incantation isn't the spell you actually need energy intention and a body and that's how you upset the balance of nature without a disaster perfect alignment and what i thought was full metal alchemist yes you know what i mean because i was like oh yeah full metal alchemist equal exchange like you can't just do the spell because you're fucking with the fabric of reality you gotta give up something Something. you're transmuting something somewhere so there's a if there's a give here there's a take somewhere yes it is so uh shout out to anime like i said i feel like i just fucking this show is made for us yes it is uh so then she shows him the symbol for protection and says uh like she draws it in dust and she's like you need to put this around the area before you cast a, this any of these spells this invulnerability or immortality spells or it's not gonna work and he gives her the key and she says good luck cousin and before she leaves he goes the autumnal equinox what's gonna happen so in her face yes like like he says something that triggers something in her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like she she had almost that, like how do you know that mm-hmm. Look hello face. come on um <laughs> that 
that's exactly how she looked she but she was looking like how like scared that he knew like he not supposed to know about this mm-hmm. she and she says um that's the day i'm gonna achieve immortality on that night um and then tick uh pulls up to the crib that's when he sees some shoes sitting on the porch and he's like not air black people don't leave their port they shoes outside on the porch i told you when i seen it all i heard was a flute and some wind blow by with some leaves mm. and he walks in and he sees sitting at the table is gia and letty he walked in that room and he knew he was like oh this this ain't gonna be good the boy is mine the boy is mine yes the boy is mine the boy is mine looking at each other and so then gia um does spill all the beans okay like she's She's like i ain't got no shame like i might as well tell her i mean because letty knew about her so so it's not like uh letty didn't know she existed yeah, she done spilled all the beans like one of the offset mistresses on Instagram Live. Just I'ma tell you everything. I ain't got nothing to hide. And so then uh Tick is is uh right, you know, pissed off or whatever. He's like, You a sucky bitch. And she was like, In Korea actually well actually in Korea it's called a cameo, a nine tail fox spirit. So like that's what I am. And he was like, You killed a hundred men and she was like, It's my nature. What's your excuse? all right i'm a motherfucking monster you just killed a hundred people for no reason just to kill them you went to war and was killing people and shit i just can't help myself and she and then the whole time letty's looking over there and she's like uh uh, she's like oh yeah camille what i mean by that is when i have sex and my lover climaxes my nine tails attached to him and taking his life force that's how i am able to see their entire lives up to their deaths and letty's just like "Mm okay that just happened yeah i've seen a lot of shit but this is new and tick once he hears that she saw his life up to his death she's like he's like what did you see how did i die when is it gonna happen and she's like i don't know i don't have all those answers and he's like then what the why are you here and then that's when letty goes because she loves you right letty was like she's not here for no reason Mm -hmm. so yeah she was like it's (laughs) because it's because she loves you and that's why she here and then letty leaves the table and then that's when tick comes over to her and he's like our shit wasn't real and i'm not dying now get the fuck out and then he was an asshole it got quiet for a second and then it was like in your metro and i don't trust you i'm gonna shoot you. oh no no and i was like oh no oh the spirit oh, of future no. then got into no it ain't got it to tick oh my god we can't be having this mm-hmm. i rebuke that yeah this is the coldest that he ever sounded right and and, and and you know what he gonna end up needing her like that was that was dirty because they actually mm-hmm. had i think they actually felt had a relationship like a truthful oh they did i mean i understand that you know if this man can't handle his father being you know closeted then i mean he's probably not gonna be able to handle you know having sex with a demon that got nine tails it'll it'll fuck you up karen okay i true i mean i mean unless you had sex with a demon that just popped nine tails on you and it didn't tell you i mean i mean i can understand that as a reason for wanting to break up i don't know i heard when you go nine tails you don't go back i don't know you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. i don't know 
yeah well i don't know you get nine tails popping out of nowhere i think it's gonna change a few things and you're gonna wonder why we never had this conversation <laughs> this whole time um and you might not want to tell nobody about it you might not you know it might feel like it's your fault somehow but uh he goes upstairs and him and letty have a fight and uh this scene had such good black acting in it it was <laughs> it was black acting school because they was they was doing they was doing old school it was you know uh just yelling and crying and all this shit Mm -hmm. she wants him to get the hell out the house uh she's like leave with gia and he's like you know i'm uh she leave she left already i'm not going with her i love you let it blah 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 and she's like why you ain't tell me about gia and she's like i'm just mad i had to hear from her and he's like he thought he was protecting everyone which is another theme of tech he doesn't tell yeah. people things because he thinks it's protecting them yeah and to an extent i understand because he was like how would the fuck i be able to explain this to you prior to all now now, now this right here would have been for all the other shit we've been through it'd have been ridiculous you'd have thought i was insane you literally would have thought i was crazy the thing that was weird to me um because tick is such a complex character he's abused he's a, a survivor of abuse he's he's trying to break that cycle but he's but he doesn't always you know Mm -hmm. um and in a way i could understand i I still understand why in his mind he was like i wasn't gonna tell no one about this ever this shit was coming with me to my grave yeah and i literally i can't even imagine what the fuck it would have to do even though it was some magical creature shit it literally has nothing to do with this shit so why the fuck would i need to bring that up to you and then also how who what woman do you know that would be cool about that like yeah and i'm surprised he'd be like how did you find out where i lived off the telephone number i mean i mean what did you do the reverse reverse call i mean shit yeah uh but that's the thing though like i i don't know i found that to be more reasonable like people try to make it sound like it was like some typical relationship drama Mm -hmm. like he didn't tell her about a lover he told her that he had something with gia it wasn't that but i I can see why you wouldn't want to and that's the thing they all keep secrets she ain't told him that she's pregnant she Mm -hmm. hasn't told ruby about all this magical shit happening around them nope they never told hippolyta they agreed to lie right so you know hippolyta got i mean uh letty got the pull to like you know the the high moral card this week but it's like letty you be doing you make a lot of moves without telling people too yep and it'll come back up in this episode by the way another one of these moves she made in secret um but they all what what i like about the characters is that for the most part with letty and tick the moves they make are not selfish they're actually to protect each other now do i wish they had better communication of course yes would that make a great tv show probably not (laughs) right everybody getting along (laughs) right you know like but but struggle love makes good tv for a lot of people yes it does you know a lot of people are bored by secure you know or maybe they just they don't write those stories i I don't know many people that i don't even know now i think about i don't know really any shows that people love where the people are just like really unless it's like a sitcom or something where the people just don't even then there's some form of conflict like it's one of those things with all the side people go i don't want to watch regular boring ass life like yeah. where the drama if it ain't no drama why am i here yeah this is just tyrese and baby boy you know just with, with magical creatures um uh, but nah he uh i mean he's gotten her pregnant at this point she ain't told him Mm-mm. um you know you got your old asian what if she would have only been mad she was asian 
that would have been fucked up yeah i don't even care if she's a non-tail demon you slept with an asian woman Uh uh-uh i am racist Um, okay i'm glad she didn't go there but uh nah so she tells him to get out the house and he's like all right cool i'm gonna leave i'm gonna go fix this and she's like what you mean by that yeah it's like like, you just told him to leave come on now right he's like look i um i didn't tell you this to protect you she was like well you're fucked up because everything you done you the only one alive everybody been dead since you've been back and i was like damn that's a low blow that was his uncle and aunt mm-hmm. um and really his daddy uh so then <laughs> uh when he's going to leave christina uh he tells her like i gave christina the key to the orrery uh and so she would teach me how to finish the immortality spell so i'm about to go and do that spell and she says well you don't get to make those decisions anymore alone anymore and he says he's doing what he's doing in order to protect them but what's funny is she has not told him that she's pregnant Mm -mm. so she's going you don't get to tell him you don't get to make these decisions alone anymore now it, it she doesn't know if he knows she's pregnant or not so he could like he could literally be like why not <laughs> but he didn't he just was like i'm out you know um and he's he's essentially saying i'm doing this to protect the family and she when he went to leave that's when she came downstairs like don't go we can figure it out together but i was like nigga you just kicked me out the house right. why would i turn around is this some of those like pregnancy hormones that we had with the garlic like is this uh, is our pregnancy hormone stronger than normal people is this just normal pregnant behavior what is what's happening with letty this is this is that trauma up and down love like we got to have a conflict yeah because i was like nigga this is crazy two beautiful people yelling at each other yeah that's why we came get the fuck out come back where you going nah nah i'm and good some people do that in real life too. i know they do but i don't, don't want make none no of sense. it i don't, I don't give me regular smegular boring ass life i'm good with that right oh my god um this nigga did what she wanted him to do and then she stop threatening people with shit you don't want them to do right you know what I mean? well then, then don't they, come home then okay they do it and then you right. mad right. you're like but you said right it's like when people get in an argument in a car and, they, and it's like well i'm gonna walk home it's like no because if i let you walk home from the highway i am now at fault for the murder that happens to you or whatever the fuck right. happens the rest of this time like no i can't and then you're gonna hate me forever there's no and it, i can't believe you left me like oh my god <laughs> come on i can't believe you left stop me. calling my motherfucking bluff <laughs> right because somebody might take you up on it it's the worst anyway um tick goes to see montrose and ask him if he cheated on his mama montrose sitting in the street drinking and uh he's like you cheat what on montrose do uh-huh yeah that's what he that's does what he do he mm-hmm. drank and he's like d ran off somewhere again he's like man did you cheat on my mama and he's like damn and he's like that no left field. right and he says no and he's like i didn't you know i had urges but i never acted on them until after your mom passed and then he was like look i when i was a kid uh i love how they put this story in there because you know this is another thing based on truth in america when i was a kid we had a pastor who got accused of sleeping with somebody at a local park another man and he when he was in the pulpit on sunday the police came in arrested him dragged him out of there and he ended up in an asylum and got lobotomized and that is what we used to do to gay people in america mm-hmm. straight up straight the fuck up um used to be illegal to even have sex uh as a gay man specifically sodomy was a law and it was um all, like it was enforced 
for a long time and then was on the books till not too long ago in many 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 states it may yes. still be on the books in some states but this is not ancient history Mm-mm. and um i love that they kind of dropped that tidbit in there because that's a very real thing and especially the lobotomization of people they used to do that to to women and men where they would literally say you're living a deviant lifestyle it's something wrong with your brain we're gonna cut part of your frontal lobe mm-hmm. they used to do that to people that were mentally ill and and in the cycle and things like that too yeah and i love when they show that shit because it it humanizes that character that we've seen as uh, like abusive but it doesn't mean they're not abusive it doesn't mean they didn't but it didn't it didn't contextualize them as a complete character where you're like oh this this there's levels to why this person was so messed up you know well he said i chose a life over a damned asylum or a jail cell or being found dead in a bathroom or some public park your mother lost everything in the riots massacre really we both just wanted a family that's what our love was built on it wasn't romantic but familiar love is the strongest kind you'll see one day god bless you to have kids and all the time tick was looking like he wasn't feeling them but then the power went out on the block tick took a took a swig from the flask and told him let it pregnant she hadn't told me yet and i'm like how the f- did he get superpowers yes how did he know and then uh he said i mean is he counting the days but she ain't had a period in then three days right i'm like and so he was like i went through the portal into the future let like hippolyta wasn't the only one that went through the portal mm-hmm. and he's like we never, we never seen what he saw right and he said he found a book and he shows him the book lovecraft country by george freeman and it's a book written by his not yet born son and uh it, 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 bam mind blew up my mind just exploded while i was watching the screen and i was like what what the fuck is happening yeah he basically was like i went through the portal somebody came shoved that book in my hand and literally threw me back out right so he wasn't in there as long as hippolyta and all this shit then plus they probably knew he couldn't figure out them keyboards and shit they was like just take Mm -hmm. the book and leave nigga (laughs) um we'll get to that later he does describe it a little bit more uh letty goes to church she praying to the lord to protect tick and extend grace to emmett till's family and i mean listen you find out your man used to fuck a gin Cherokee, um you gonna that might take it to the altar okay when you find out your man is in the hentai uh you know in real life you might need to sit down for a second okay you might need to get your mind right i mean you about eight tails too short the the, the, the box with that lady <laughs> right, okay you, only got one. you can't satisfy this man he done had nine tails okay mm-hmm. um christina walks into the church letty uh she's like i never took you for a believer letty's like i i mean i believe in god since i died and came back and she's like well you died and came back because of magic not because of god and my dad might think he's immortal but uh or whatever want to become a god but he ain't no god and he got a god complex but men with god complexes want to live in heaven but not hell failing to understand that god is both and lady's like is that what you want to be god and she's like you didn't summon me here to find out what i want what do you want nigga and then letty was like um i'm gonna give you the negatives of titus's pages that i took pictures of but i need you to make tick invulnerable and christina says immediately nope not gonna do that 
but i will make you invulnerable and letty uh takes the pages back and says i'm good then don't worry about it and then christina goes to leave and letty changes her mind and says hold up i take the deal and christina puts the mark of cane on letty and um says that she was also the person that figured out you can use a spell the mark of cane to actually heal people so that was that was her um so hold on a second yeah so uh after she tells um after she gives uh letty that um spell you that protection spell i did wonder like is she um does that protect the baby as well i wonder that too you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like what else because it does that mean um for her but you know i'm glad that my black people are starting to get some things but also this is what i gotta point out christina i mean letty's a bit of a hypocrite too oh you know because letty's all why are you keeping all these secrets why are you making decisions without me why are you Mm -hmm. meeting with these people and you know this is now like the second or third time she's really come down on somebody else for dealing with these white people or making these deals and then she's she's here she is making this deal yeah it's also one of those things where um uh this was the week of let's say everybody talk to christina because mm-hmm. everybody has everybody was, was summoning her right so um it was interesting that uh she thought it was worth making the deal because that's really the math that everybody else is using right they all think that these deals are smart so uh montrose and tick are now in montrose's house and he montrose is of course saying you know tick you shouldn't have gave the keys to the machine to christina and tick is like the machine broke yeah they and odds are they probably ain't gonna be able to fix it yeah and she's that, like, he's like that's just so ancient ain't no way they're gonna be able to fix it not even ancient this is 1950 that was futuristic technology to them oh that's that's, they, just, that's what i mean it's I mean, could my bad under, it's so advanced yeah exactly tick couldn't even understand, understand that it. shit like he's like i don't know they they figured that shit out let me know but then uh tick was like when i went to the future because they was like hippolytum must be stuck there because the portal don't work how she gonna get back and tick was like when uh i went to the future through the portal i was only there for a few seconds but um there was white folks rioting in the future and a white woman in a hood with a robotic arm came through and shoved this book in my hand and pushed me back out of the portal and that's the only thing and and he was like and my was like did you read this book and tick's like yeah i got the spoilers for my motherfucking life you right i did <laughs> and tick says uh the details are different in the book Mm -hmm. now this is a nod to the actual book this is based off of okay so when he started talking about the details being different these are the details in the real book that lovecraft country is based off of so it got some it got real meta for a second you know uh i was wondering that yeah and so christina is a man in the book that this is based off of and in the in the fictional book in this movie in this tv show uncle george survives artem that's also both fictional book and real and and uh and the one this is based off of d is named horace and is a boy same thing and then uh i don't know about this part because i didn't read the book but he says christina sacrificed him so that she will become immortal on the autumnal equinox and that's in five days 
and so that is why tick has been more than tick annoying he's been extra annoying this week oh but, right because he, he feels that timeline and he hadn't shared that with anybody if you rewatch it you know i know listen okay i know our audience i know the people i kick it with i know black men are trash cishet man blah blah blah. i get it okay i'm not trying to just defend us but i'm just saying if you watch the show again with the perspective of this nigga know he gonna die and is trying to figure out a way to to change the future and that explains why he was was hounding gia like if you ain't got no answers the fuck you doing here then that Mm -hmm. is it explains he don't give he didn't have no patience he's like it's like if i told you you had five days to live and you have five you that you got five days to figure out how you not gonna die it's it's gonna fuck you up you know what i mean you ain't gonna have time for nobody's bullshit (laughs) you're gonna be short patient you're gonna be like if you ain't got the answers get the fuck out of my face a lot of fucking politeness went out of the door come Cause, on because the other part is he's known this probably for at least a couple of weeks right yes and he ain't been finding these answers <laughs> and he got five days left it's getting down to the like uh no uh what what no 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 i, no, I need a protection spare right now bitch. Yeah. i know you got one right like i can apologize if i live past five days from now yes i will come back to the crib and be like, i'm so sorry later. i was tripping i didn't even know but but, uh, it, but my life was on the line i mean you right. got to understand but well, if i had five days to go and they was like you got one shot to change this you gotta because that's shot. also why he's doing the spell because this this fucking spell he he's like you can die doing the spell everyone else has burned down their mansions and died mm-hmm. no all these white men that took decades of their life have died doing the spell this nigga's like i figured it out in three days we gotta do it i got i gotta do it tonight you know what I mean? like he right now let's go the pressure is on this boy okay and then the fact that he knows letty is pregnant and she ain't told him and he trying to be nice about it but he's basically it's, it's like ah, psh, uh you anything you want to tell me you want to sit down you need some water nope okay all right well i'm out well, i guess right. you ain't gonna tell me I need, right. I need to go figure out some other shit you tell right. me when you're ready right. if i survive get out the house fine bye uh i'm gonna go <laughs> fix i'm gonna go fix this and make this right well no you gotta do it together no we don't bye you getting in the way like it just changed everything, everything. was getting in his way it changed everything yes. when i watched this shit again he um, like everything and everybody annoying me right now yeah and that, like and it like i know he thinks not telling people is protecting them which we could disagree on obviously mm-hmm. but yeah just this whole like uh, whatever's going on with d uh we can tell her if i'm alive in five days i gotta go like this <laughs> like i know i'm dying in five days i know who's gonna kill me and i know why they're gonna do it but i don't necessarily know how to stop it and that's all i'm trying to figure right, out right and then that explains why he knew about the equinox and all that shit and she was looking like fucking know that right because think about it now from her perspective right she christina knows that she gonna have to kill tick to get immortality she needs his blood or something like that she knows so him knowing that uh, that means something she that like that was a big like hold up now is the fucking because her eyes the, got as big as shit right is she the like, main part of my plan aware is the that they're part of my plan come on is the jig up right um and then also i wonder if it contextualizes christina doing that stuff that emmett till went through if she will now look at the idea of killing tick to get her goal as wrong or if she will look at it and go 
well you know this is for the greater good and i don't you know it doesn't matter that he's a black man or i wonder if it will change anything for that character we never got to see how she came out of that Mm -mm. so it was just a lot of stuff that made my mind like tick you know what i mean yes uh no 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 pun but uh Mm-mm. and it, and it wouldn't surprise me if uh ruby plays a big role in whatever she's trying to do we'll get to ruby so tick wants to cast the immortality style tonight he's like i want to live for my son i'm and, trying to cram for this test we got to do this shit tonight right and he tells his dad like you know i could die you could die because that's what happened with these motherfuckers that did this shit before and I love this line where Montrose goes, you know, son, I always thought my death would come at the end of a white man's bullet or a rope. Magic's so much more jazz. And I was like, ah, oh, that's such a fucking dope line. Cause most people would have been like, boy, if you don't get the fuck out of my house with this magic. <laughs> but, uh, they, so, um, he said, didn't you tell me part of casting was intention? Well, it's my intention to do whatever I can to save my son and my grandson, even if it kills me. And I, and I, I believe him on that one. I know, and it's so their relationship is so fucking weird. Yeah, like y'all was just like he was just disrespecting you because he found you were gay, and he was hurt because it was abusive. Because it's still love there, and it's also it's this it, all, and I'm sure a lot of families are like this, but it's also like Tick's never getting that apology. Mm-mm. And yeah, I got family members like that. You got to yeah. learn how to shut that door and keep it moving. That, and my trials is never getting it either. Like they're never no. gonna be that kind of family. No, you know what's an apology? Uh, 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 some fried chicken, some green and cornbreads and some sweet tea. That's an apology. I think the apology is just that I will help you with this fail. That's that's as close yeah. you're gonna get. Is like we still family and I'm gonna take care of you. But you know, I've done horrible shit and I will do continue to do horrible shit and I ain't gonna ask you and you know yeah. it's just crazy yeah because that's how my mom apologized like like i said i know you not getting that sorry is here is some food like that's that's the apology you yeah. know them doing shit like that yeah and i mean this is this is a long time before black people and therapy and all that shit was mm-hmm. the way so there's a lot of relationships like this i think a lot of people have these kind of relationships with their parents not obviously not magical spells but right with this whole like you know sometimes i'm a piece of shit towards you sometimes i'm not and because people are complex that's just love and you just got to deal with it and you know now people are learning you don't and you know you can talk to people you can get help but i i just don't think like i said i kind of liked that the show didn't try to make them 2020 black people in 1950 right um anyway so um they draw tick draws a protection symbol on the ground with his blood we find out montrose in this scene is dyslexic to which i'm like that's the worst time to find that out because montrose is the one that got to read the spell yes so i'm like man i don't know about this <laughs> like, like, like i don't know like like i mean you don't mind them being your study buddy but you got you got to cram too hard yeah i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need to see the book you you get in circle <laughs> right we'll I don't protect know about, you. like this is like i just told you everybody that fucks this up dies and montrose is like i got it and uh i also love that how uh, he told him in such a black way uh just like a black parent would he was like why no you got the words back he was like oh you know i'm dyslexic boy he was like no the fuck i don't like you ain't never Why told you just me not dropping this knowledge on me 
it's like you come in the house your dad ain't got a foot and he's just like boy you know i got diabetes like you have never no, told, told me, me that me not once life. in your life mm-hmm. can't just you know how old black folks is they they, they come in and, and they sit down what's wrong with you you know i had back surgery you didn't even tell me nothing was wrong with your back meet your meet your sister boy yeah, like, my sister yes. yes you know i had a secret family nobody knew you had a secret family yes i've experienced that where everybody looking like the fuck is this i got an uncle that i'm older than and i didn't realize that uh he was my uncle till my granddaddy died i was like who is this little boy all right uh but yeah he, so he's like uh the tick steps into the symbol my Charles reads the spell and then nothing happens they don't feel anything and everybody looking at each other like you feel something you, i like how something? i like my favorite part that made me laugh was when he ended the spell and he said amen and then he did the cross sign <laughs> yes he did that was so good oh my god that was the best uh he was like can't hurt <laughs> i was like you know what bro i'm with I'm you, with you. It can't, can't hurt Mm-mm. throw all of them on there okay do do the muslim prayer a bunch of shit sprinkle so, some salt whatever you got to do light some incense uh then uh back at letty's house ruby comes into the dark room and there's a bunch of pics that letty took of her and tick uh a lot of people don't know this but letitia lewis is the inventor of taking selfies okay she's the black woman that invented taking selfies before the iphone uh <laughs> it's just pictures of, of them laying in the bed together pictures of them smiling and all this mm-hmm. shit uh ruby lies and says that the reason she she's just getting there is because she came from emmett till's wake now look maybe she left that white man's house and went back to the wake but i think she lied i think mm-hmm. she did not go she left to go be with that white man and that's mm-hmm. why she was feeling guilty um and and i think she kind of provides a tell in this conversation because letty's upset that she she's like did you see the body and uh ruby's like she just looks at her and then letty goes i couldn't even take pictures of it and mammy tail was was brave enough to let us see her son for the world and i couldn't even take pictures with my camera and then that's when um ruby's like taking care of yourself in that moment that is what's brave that like don't feel bad about that that's that like that was you protecting yourself and part of me is like i totally understand that self-care sundays you know but part of me is also like because ruby went down william's house Mm -hmm. so of course you're gonna say the thing that was kind of quote-unquote selfish is the thing that is the right thing to do because who the you know that's her her ideology has become a lot more about like i need to get mine it's if it's leaning more towards christina yes she's Um, influencing her yeah i think so and so then uh letty tells ruby that she's pregnant and ruby is blown she's like what this nigga he ain't got no job right girl are you crazy stand up for free you know it's like she should have been like ain't they coming to get his ass he ain't never going back to the military it's like how people must feel when they friends like girl i ain't want to tell you this but future got me pregnant too it's like girl oh for real oh oh nigga, for the you the 27th uh well eh, what well, ain't you got a job don't you got things you want to do in your life i mean don't you want to accomplish something right and so um this is when um uh, ruby says you should have stayed your ass at malcolm's instead of following that man to artem yeah i know all about magic and how george really died and she dropped the bombshell and letty was like that white man you stand with 
and, <laughs> and, and, and then she says only a man sometimes christina braithwaite and what was funny about this scene letty didn't even try to figure out the math on it also like are y'all fucking she just was like nigga christina tried to get me to spy so i know she trying are you spying on us mm-hmm. is that what you're doing right now is that what you're doing and she began to piece it together she was like oh everything makes sense now right mm-hmm. i thought she was like how big is it is so what how so how y'all do it white man slinging that dick mm-hmm you have a um do she have a transform while y'all fucking like oh but anyway she didn't ask no questions so uh she too woke for all that so then she was like <laughs> um um instead of uh i mean she was like yes yeah, so you trying to you trying to spy on us and ruby's like no i'm not trying to spy on y'all um like don't even ask me that okay what you want to see sean king taxes nigga next like stop asking questions and uh i'm just here because she's giving me what i want access to magic like the potion that helped me become a white woman and get a job my two fantasies okay come on and she was like and you know what i learned from being a white woman and getting a job i don't want to be a white woman and get a job i'm just sick of hmm? she was like i want more she was like i'm sick of forgiving every space that i enter because it's not for me i want to create my own space i can do that with magic christina can teach me and i said that was my villain speech that's how it goes when the motherfuckers start heading down that path they always got they always got some monologue where it's a let me tell you girl what i what what i'm gonna really do before i take over the world it's like oh you're talking kind of crazy now i don't know you know y'all might want to check up on her like when you start referring to yourself in third person like when <laughs> this, i don't like some of these things you starting to say ruby um well, but as yeah. far as Ruby is concerned, this is what Ruby gonna right. do. Right. Robo puts Ruby in a corner. Uh, so I don't know. Like that speech was kind of like, like I understand it. Obviously they've written Ruby as such a great character and mm-hmm. stuff, but also at the same time, uh, it's interesting that the way she phrased that, uh, about, you know, I can, I can do that with magic and Christina, a woman none of them can really trust is going to teach me. That's Letty's old point. But all of them want something from Christina. Right. Even though Letty, Letty keeps talking about how they can't trust her, but at the same time, she ran to her all of, like I said, this was the episode of running to Christina, of Christina knows. Yeah. Everybody asked Christina for something. And yes. maybe like the interesting part about that relationship is going to be, do they actually care about each other and what did christina learn from that thing at the pier correct you know so we'll see how that works out but um i don't think you can trust christina to teach you and i also don't know the way they've done with ruby her motivations i understand but at some point her family's gonna be in the way of those motivations so So unless they sit yeah she's got a decision to make i'm not saying she will be a villain but i i think you'd be a fool to look at this show and not see they're setting up some type of choice for her to make because it's coming down to christina or her family Mm -hmm. and can you trust christina to to have your back and to see you and your family as human enough to not want to to not like because it sounds like christina's whole plan is i'm gonna have to kill tick at some point Mm mm-hmm and I, I, if if ruby can keep fucking with christina after she killed tick i just don't know how that's not a bad person 
yeah it, it's just it's just one or them. even if she knows christina needs to kill tick and she goes along with it like she gonna have a choice she's gonna have a choice to make i'll put it that way yeah at some point in time a decision is going is gonna have to to be made either you're gonna have to say uh fuck christina fuck my family one of one of the choices has got to be made at one period of time because the way the story's going you 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 can't have both yeah you you just not not in her shoes so then um uh someone yells for letty to go upstairs now they go upstairs the police are there with a warrant to search the premises a fake warrant they probably fucking made up <laughs> who knows who fucking knows like i'm sure like they probably i mean uh yeah 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 that was like sign this what are we going to that right, nigger's house right. cool I- like like we know it's we know why they really there right but and i'm sure but like they, yeah they could get a judge to sign off on any reason to harass black people living in a white neighborhood in the 1950s so it's, right. they probably didn't have to wake the judge up for that one Mm-mm-mm-mm. it was like uh he already pre-signed these let's just uh put uh um nation of islam uh which is what they say they say the nation of islam was organizing in a house which um one chicago heavy with the nation of islam to nation of islam considered to be black radicals at the time um i mean i guess maybe still now, now but some people consider it not now. as much mm-hmm. now i feel like <clears throat> motherfuckers would probably think like antifa and some of these other organizations might be more radical than black muslims because you know it's still a religion so there's some conservatism within it you know mm-hmm. gender roles mm-hmm. uh um you know homophobia same shit in every church is about so uh, but they were speaking black liberation and that was a time where you know for black america and for white america these were the scary negroes yes they was on some like we will get guns and defend ourselves yeah they were we very not, organized they we will like, not we, let we you can't, we can't let them get organized well shit mlk was organized they was like we will get guns yeah. and defend ourselves we will not let you beat us yeah organized and like we're not gonna take y'all shit yeah like they we not turn the other cheek we gonna turn these bullets right now i don't know how much that came to fruition but i do know that white people were super scared of them (laughs) and so the boogeyman you know the way they have turned black lives matter to the boogeyman right uh, the black panthers were turned into the boogeyman they are now doing that they were at this time doing that with nation of islam so like nation of islam in your house organizing we got to come in here and that's the boogeyman so um she uh that one cop comes in and starts looking around because ruby's like let me speak speak to the cops i i don't want you having your baby in jail and i'm like why does ruby always think she's the respectable one that can like talk to these white folks i'm like these white folks are racist girl Mm, you I didn't mean, learn that back in the the sucking storage room right and and, and then you learn you ain't got the right skin on right like you need to drink some potion first but right? uh yeah so um the one cop goes in but the Le- captain lancaster and his henchmen get blocked by the seal at the door mm-hmm, like christina right and someone asked me why did gia get to come in the house but not them and it sounds like it's not whether or not you are a monster it sounds like if you can use magic, magic. yep um and I, and maybe it even gauges your intentions too maybe mm-hmm. it can do that but you can't come in so maybe if you intend to harm the house or something right. and you can use magic 
then it blocks you from coming yeah, in because the, the thing about gia gia don't use magic right like she, like she she's actually use, a creature right which is completely different than somebody casting the spell right um i know yeah someone brought it up in the chat too jeremy i was gonna say that um i know um christina said part of magic was like intention so it could be you got bad intentions so you can't come in the house okay so so if it senses oh what you're about to do nah and it just stops you at the door yeah it could be i I don't have the answers i didn't write this but Mm -hmm. i thought i I thought there were a bunch of like reasonable explanations that could apply yeah and even if it didn't stop uh gia because of her you know her intentions i mean not her intention because she's a creature she didn't go in there to harm anybody either yeah intentions right. exactly um, but i i just think it's because she she's a creature and she doesn't yeah. cast spells yeah so um tick um oh so while this is happening they they're like fine we'll leave because we can't walk in with the spell and of course they didn't know there was a magic barrier around they didn't know how much magic they were using or not right and that's when letty was like oh uh so they leave and then they go outside and start shooting up the house Mm -hmm. i'm like what kind of motherfucking gang is this what kind of drive-by behavior is this and this is white people neighborhood y'all shooting up but i was just i don't know what happened to our neighbors from episode three but i just imagined them all looking out the window like god damn niggers always bringing violence to the neighborhood about time and it was one of those things where i think um if i'm not mistaken right when he ran away letty was like shit he knows that we know magic so it's going to be a problem probably i don't know like 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 she said something like that to ruby like he knows that we know magic because he hit that barrier Mm -hmm. so i was like oh this is not gonna be good yeah because ruby was asking about it like what happened and shit because she didn't even understand which is why i still don't know how she gonna be able to fuck with christina she just don't know so much but uh anyway the cops shoot up the house which made me immediately think bullets the the spell keep evil people out but bullets can come in i want my money back they okay know, this is not enough not, this is not enough protection for me they don't i need, know the intentions of bullets i need my i need my protection spell to be like no bullets too well okay. you didn't ask right i need my protection spell to say uh listen um the magic is stopping like is that an extra fee let me know <laughs> let, let me upcharge for the for, for the bullet fee i'll pay i'll pay extra you, you, you know how you have to pay for you know fires extra hurricane insurance can i get the bullet insurance i want the bullet insurance for my house because i can't leave live in a house that's got constant air conditioning because it's bullet holes through everything <laughs> come on okay i bought this furniture up in here i want protection for the whole crib okay the so, whole thing okay the proof how much is it deductible on some extra insurance for the fucking bullets i will pay anyway so um letty was um on the ground uh all of them was on the ground when they started shooting because there's a bunch of renters in the house too right which i'm yeah. like y'all about to lose all them borders oh i know they ain't coming back but Mm-mm. so they're on the ground ducking bullets um like it was honestly letty was on the ground ducking strays like ava duvernay's mentions uh mm-hmm. and then she remember oh wait i'm bulletproof yeah because she was laying down and she sat up and them bullets was bouncing off of her in slow motion like the fucking matrix that was it was really neat to watch because you could just see him boom 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 i was like holy shit yeah one bullet hit her hair and bounced off 
like that's how like when i watched it again i was like damn she bulletproof as fuck it didn't affect her at all like them bullets was bouncing over her like black twitter's death wishes on trump okay <laughs> it was no effect oh she was she she was doing that shit like uh they do with the swords on uh anime slicing them bullets left and right yeah it didn't do nothing to her Mm-mm. so then tick walked up to the house and was like um uh what the fuck is happening he sees all these cops on the street shooting, shooting. at the house and one of the cops points the gun at him and says put your hands up and he puts his hands up complying with the police which of course is the universal sign to shoot a black man yes, so uh the cop shoots at him lady runs out the house to try to get to him and telling them to stop and all this shit um and once again man like i this is black work black fiction and stuff and i kind of just i like when they have things that happen to us in real life that could be very traumatic but they circumvent it with the magic and stuff i know it's it's just it doesn't really mean anything it's just uh like wish fulfillment fantasy but this idea of like this black person being protected from this thing is is was just cool or whatever she can't be shot with these bullets and in this case with tick when they shoot the bullet she can't get over there in time but because uh, everybody's attention to her towards tick now mm-hmm. but a black shogoth jumps out of the fucking asphalt out of nowhere in front of him and you know bullets don't really fuck them up and blocks the bullet and then this motherfucker did not believe blue lives matter this thing went on a motherfucking call of duty kill streak come on on these cops that honestly you have to see it like yes i know some of y'all don't watch the show y'all just listen to us talk about it i can't do this justice this motherfucker oh, everybody he gave everybody the business he was one of them people where if you playing call of duty you just hear everybody go damn it damn it oh damn it like everybody this, went down this shit ran through them cops like motherfucking COVID ran through the white house okay everybody got it everybody was cat cops was like any kind of fucked up way a cop could get it slam through windows cars flying fucking they flying over the air you was like god damn one of them got bit and the blood just sprayed on t- on letty and fucking tick like it was like you threw a bucket of blood on them <laughs> yes it was i mean i loved it i watched it several times mm-hmm. but them them racist cops boy the l's were coming okay mm-hmm. that black show golf was like i don't like racism mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh letty and tick uh were just out there and i you know the the you know the black the 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 uh next door app on the on the fucking on on that on that neighborhood tomorrow it's gonna be lit that 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 ring that ring neighborhood app gonna be lit then mm-hmm. they're gonna be having all types of clips I up fucking, there i fucking told you i got listen on my ring i got the ring video yeah they turned over police cars i don't know what the hell was happening i don't know there. what kind of pit bull them black people done brought here did they not check with the homeowners association uh, we do not allow pit bulls yes the pit bulls ate all the cops okay the the the, the name of the um uh, i seen them at the end because uh captain lancaster was in his car shooting and that shit ripped him out of the car ripped his arm off uh i don't know if it killed him but it ripped his arm off and i think he may have been the one it threw so he might still be alive yeah um but yeah if but it did it definitely ripped his arm off i saw that much um and then the the shogoth finally stops his rampage and rolls up towards tick 
and letty almost like it's going to attack him mm-hmm. and let and tick like a real black man that cares about his woman and his baby stood in front of letty and put his hand up to shield her from the shogun because mm-hmm. he loved her deep down okay they struggle he love does. is real it all is right struggle and he put his hand up uh to defend off the thing like i guess i'm gonna have to die first right like a man supposed to but then the creature actually let him let it pet let him pet it mm-hmm. and letty said the spell worked so apparently that spell him and montrose did it worked it just it wasn't the same type of spell that um christina has mm-hmm. or that letty has the mark of cain but it was something uh, where he got his own black shogar and then the and then right before i went to um to the end he said i named you king and that was the end <laughs> so we got a new show golf pet y'all it's, it's king. king that's that's what his name king, is king the next time we're gonna we're gonna find he's gonna have a collar it's gonna it's gonna have a little crown on it king it's king okay we name them all the same thing every night every place you go all right um so that's it karen what are you looking forward to next week Ooh look like uh to find out what ruby and christina gonna be up to that's gonna be interesting and also i don't know if she's gonna come back but i i don't think this is the end of jill i think we 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 definitely gonna see her again mm-hmm. and um how the hell are they gonna clean this up like like i guess that's another question too like yeah. is it gonna be something where christina come in and just woof and it's gone you know how they did the car and woody's car not mm-hmm. woody but you know the car and shit like that like it's gonna be interesting or is the police officer that you know he might be dead who knows like how the hell he gonna explain half his uh department is gone mm-hmm. like so it's just gonna be interesting uh to see what happens with this i'm looking this really the main thing i care about is d and what's up with D? Like, cause she, it looked like a big plot, plot point for the rest of the season gonna have to be, it, how do they heal D? How do they get that curse removed off her? Cause like she got poisoned or something. Mm-hmm. And then one of, in the preview, it looked like she was turning into one of them little Jigaboo girls. Mm-hmm. And we can't have D, you know, no. becoming the, the ancestor of Candace Owens and shit. We can't mm-hmm. have that. Um, like that, you know, D's like, and my last name is Cameron, I'm gonna name my baby Daniel. Uh, we mm-hmm. can't have that. Mm-hmm. So I wanna see I D. I refuse. I wanna see D live and I wanna see if Hippolyte is coming back because I like y'all. I care about little black girls. You know, I know a lot of our listeners in the chat, they don't care about little black girls. Little black girls' lives don't matter to them. But as I stood against, uh you know all these predators and stuff out here that prey on little black girls i stand against hippolyta leaving her child y'all think y'all know why tick fucked up because his mama died and he never had nobody she never came back for him she probably out in space now we know her history she never came back and that's how you end up with a man that tells a woman to get the fuck out my house because they wasn't raised right okay you see d already acting bad okay because <laughs> she, she out in the streets i'm just trying to save this little black girl i'm sorry that i care more than y'all i'm so sorry apparently you do okay i'm i i i, I you know we, we, but I, we ain't gonna see here for a lot of the next season i have to stand up okay someone has to protect these little black girls and it's clearly gonna not be none of y'all or karen all right y'all we'll be back <laughs> we'll be back uh saturday uh, don't forget to check us out tomorrow at six for our live panel 
on the charlotte podcast festival it's absolutely positively uh, free absolutely positively free we got a couple hundred people that are attending already mm-hmm. we love for more people to sign love up for y'all to be there and too. uh just hang out with us and uh let us tell you how to be funny all right yes until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.